Mysteries of Life under the official Broadcaster Network. And sometimes we may be wrong about an animal being gone for good. Let me explain. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob, and once in a while, science may get it wrong. That's not a shocker if you listen to my other videos. They even admit they don't know everything. And sometimes that means that those animals that are apparently extinct for good, well, they may have missed one or two. Welcome to Mysteries of Life with me, Rob Glasser. You can join us live every day at around 10 and around 1215 we are also on Twitch and YouTube, so if you miss it live, you can check out the replay, hit that subscribe and that bell. Boom. Now, today we're going to go over just a few animals that, while historically have gone for good, there might be a few that are still around. Number one, the passenger pigeon. Now, this was a very old and theoretically extinct species of pigeon. Um, and the last one, named Martha, actually passed away in the Cincinnati Zoo in 1914. However, being that these are prolific birds in general, many people have said that they have seen the same coloration of an original passenger pigeon even to this day. Now, the only thing with this one here is that pigeons in general do share similar colorations, but they are of different species. For instance, many pigeons that are white look like doves, but they're not actually doves, they are pigeons. They are just less pigmented and end up being mostly all white, sometimes with a little bit of gray. But on the alternative, passenger pigeons could theoretically still be around, even if in minimal, and I'm talking maybe three or four in the wild, if they have hidden out well enough. Now, again, we're going back and forth here, bird, excuse me, bird life is not long. So even if a few of these were around recently, they may still have passed away due to being, well, a bird and not having the longest lifespan of other creatures or even other birds for that matter. So we started off with that one because it's kind of a hit or a miss, but it gives you the idea as to how somebody could easily mistaken a gone for good animal with one that is still around. Now, number two is a pretty interesting one. And if you ask anybody from Tasmania or Australia, they might tell you that this thing is still around, the Tasmanian tiger, otherwise known as the thylacine, officially seemed to die off in 1936. However, even after that cutoff period, many people still see, still say that they see this creature. Now, the Tasmanian tiger is not of tiger lineage. It is not a cat. It is a marsupial but it does share resemblance with their coloration and their body type as being a cat-dog-like creature. Now, the reason why most of these went extinct was strictly over um, uh, human encroachment and basically killing because they didn't want them to get into their um, building area. So we, if these are actually extinct, it is of our fault that we did so. But... Because these creatures are pretty solitary and pretty hard to find to begin with, it's not that unlikely that in a forested area or a jungle area or even just an area that's not inhabited by people, a few of these could live. Being that it is a small mammal, being that it can fit into, let's say, a cave 
or rock crevices, it's fairly easy to assume that there might be a few uh, living. Now again, similar to the other animals on this list, every animal has their lifespan, so to speak, but if the lineage continues, and let's say there were a few enough to breed, it could theoretically mean that there are small amounts. Now, being a marsupial, marsupials also really only have one or two babies, if that, and many a times the marsupial baby doesn't make it all the way through, which is why when you see a kangaroo or a wallaby or theoretically a platypus, something like that, a wombat, there's usually only one baby with them. And unfortunately, because most of those animals, minus say the platypus that actually has defense mechanisms, most of those animals are prey. If the uh, parent isn't able to protect their child, that's it for that. So marsupials, like many other kind of offset creatures, don't tend to have a high prolific rate, except for that once occasion where you might get maybe two but as far as I remember, because I used to work at the LA Zoo, as far as I remember, most of the time a marsupial really only has one, which, you know, kind of limits their possibility of growing quickly unless they are in protective areas. Number three, this is known as the Baji or the Yangtze River dolphin. The Yangtze River over in Asia used to be populated with specifically dolphins all around, and this particular one, uh, the Baji, was declared extinct in 2006. However, not even a year later, somebody saw one and po possibly two. Now again, the ocean, the rivers, anything waterway-wise uh, is easy to hide something that you don't see. Hence the reason of the, you know, the Loch Ness Monster story, the Megalodon story, or the giant squid, which was actually found decades later. Now with this one, again, overpopulation of people and overfishing, because a lot of, unfortunately, dolphins were used in other cultures, um, led to this particular one to be extinct. Now, why this one? Well, because it's the Yangtze River dolphin, this was the most prolific dolphin there. It's not, you know, you don't see bottlenose dolphins, you don't see other whales and dolphins there necessarily. That's why this was overfished. Is it possible, though, however, that we didn't actually get all of them? That would be great because, you know, it'd be nice to know that we haven't killed off another species fully. However, when you only see one or two, it's hard to say. I'm going to go with the prior, though, and say that, you know, the oceans and the rivers are huge and not everybody's going to be at every individual part of it at one time, meaning that when you add into the speed of a dolphin, the ability to you know, hide off, these guys could still be living. And I'm going to say that this is one of the few that might actually be alive. We just haven't seen a new one recently. Maybe they realized, <laughs> you know, all that. Number four, the Japanese wolf. So there are actually two types of these, apparently, the Honshu and the Hokkaido, named after the areas that they were found in. The Honshu died off, apparently, in 1905, and the Hokkaido in 1889. But a Japanese wolf managed to turn up in 1920, as well as the 1930s and the 1950s. So not only once, but three times. Now, again, being a carnivore, being a dog species, they are very crafty and nifty in their ways of 
of, you know, survival. A lot of dogs can scavenge. A lot of dogs can hide out. Many a dog is colored in the way where it lives. So for instance, coyotes in the desert have that faded kind of beige brown. Wolves in the forest tend to have more of a darker brown. Sometimes even the moss that can grow on their fur. Um, wolves in Africa, same thing. They match the color of their surroundings as a way to make sure they can hunt and not be seen. But what do you think? They found one in three different decades. That is pretty interesting to me, considering if this really is extinct extinct, how would you even find one, let alone three? So again, we may have missed a couple. And one thing to bring up too, guys, is if this is true, and if we found some, because we know how to um, breed and clone theoretically, maybe not the cloning thing is good, but breeding, theoretically, if we can get a sample, we might be able to reproduce in other creatures. Now, again, this is like the mammoth thing where they tried to breed a mammoth out of an elephant and you got a hairy elephant. You don't get the purebred if you do it that way. So you would need two specimens, a male and a female. But if there's a way to do so, I don't know, guys, this might actually work. Excuse me. Lastly, up on our list, and if you want to get the rest of these guys, you can check out the uh, link in the chat over there as well. The ivory-billed bill woodpecker. Now, they call this one a bit special. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it never officially went extinct, however, it was declared extinct in the 1920s, only to be spotted throughout the 1940s. Now, obviously, when you say throughout, that means you saw more than one, because obviously you're not following the same one throughout an entire decade. I mean, I guess you could, but that would be kind of weird. But again, like the passenger pigeon, birds have a way of kind of disappearing and popping up later on. Now, I have heard stories of other birds, similar to other woodpeckers, things like other parrots and whatnot, and there's animals that are called Lazarus animals that kind of just appeared out of nowhere, and yay, they're back to life, and cool, they never went extinct. So this is one of those rare occurrences where it was called extinct, it never seemed to officially go extinct, and then lo and behold, two decades after it was said to be gone, it popped up again. So what do you guys think? Is this one of those misinterpreted things where maybe they thought one of the birds was gone for good, but it was a different species, a different bird, different animal altogether? So let me know what you guys think in the comments. Again, if you want to check it out, the link is up there. We love these mysteries and we hope you do too. Again, if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe on YouTube, <laughs> excuse me, and Twitch. And while you're at it, check some of our other past videos. Uh, let us know what you think. Comment, like, share, all that good stuff. We have a fun uh, video later as well around 12.15. Thanks for watching. Stay curious, and we hope to see you next time.